Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Episode 2. Hosted by Barb's Anonymous. New name alert. <laughs> so, we should we introduce ourselves again, I guess? You have to, it's been six years. Yeah. Alright, so I guess um, the person who sent the invite can start first with introducing themselves. Go ahead. Hey, hi guys. It's Celine. <laughs> it's Ebony. Hey. Uh, I'm Kimberly. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Hey guys, Anya Seya. <laughs> it's Denisha. Hey. 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 Manifestation. Tell us some of your unpopular opinions. We want to get to know what you guys be thinking. That may or may not be uh, controversial, I guess. You know, just something that's unpopular to you. And we wanted to discuss them today on this episode. And you guys gave us a lot of good ones. We really appreciate the feedback, like, actually. Like, I didn't think we were going to get anything, but yeah, give us the material. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for the support from our unpopular opinion so it's unpopular opinion that we have it, british literature should not be the focus of 12th grade ela Hi. how do you guys feel about that my seniors i mean i like the first book that we read um it wasn't british literature but i agree i mean it's like we're reading stories from old white men and tradition really is just that um because technically like where we are reading this these books out of tradition like oh like every american student should read these books when they're in 12th grade or when they're in high school and really tradition is just peer pressure from old white men so anyways yeah yeah i don't know about other people's schools but like the school that we attend you yeah. guys attend it's like you have to do a research paper on like literature like written by like British authors and a lot of the books that they give you deal with like colonialism through the eyes of the um colonialists and I just think that it's just uh, it's very unfair and very disgusting and very biased to learn about colonialism by the oppressors and also I remember at our school we had this kind of open town meeting and in the chat one of the teachers Mr. Barry shout out Mr. Barry was like you know why don't we have be like radical and instead of just like talking about how British literature is bad or changing let's like completely dismantle the um the English curriculum and build it back up with books from diverse mm. with diverse stories and no shade to anybody but they were like you know we should talk about how these books are bad not necessarily like take them off the curriculum which I get where you're coming from but I really don't agree and I agree with Mr. Barry in saying that let's take these books out of the curriculum completely because giving them the air and this place to breathe in for people to teach, it's really not doing much for those who are oppressed. 
That being said, in a couple months, we're going to have Diversify Our Narratives on our podcast to interview about the importance of opening up opening up diversity and differences of opinions in our literature and our schools. So tune in for that later. Yes, Kaliuchis, yes. <laughs> no, what Celine said is true. Um, like Mr. Barry would say that in class sometimes where he was like, I don't understand what, why the English curricula is set up the way that it is at our school. Like there's just so, there's like a lack of point of view and um, just like ability to express other sides in general because it is true, like, I think up till now, like, up till 12th grade, I, I read a book from, like, the perspective uh, of, like, colonialism from the perspective of, like, a little boy who wasn't white. And it was very interesting because, like, I could connect to that. And it wasn't like, I'm not living, I'm not being colonized, like, the way that these people were being colonized, but, like, we are all kind of victims of colonialism. Well, not kind of are, we are. Um, Here he is. Like, it's just um, like, it's that lack of diversity in literature that really kind of sets up the problem. And uh, what Talene said about someone's comment about not having to like take the books away, we can still have a conversation and not have to read the book because we kind of know about it, but we can read other books. It's just like people set up mandates and they just put things down and think that they should be law. And it's just, it doesn't make sense. There are other ways to have conversations and not have to read the thing. Yeah. And like, what do I want to say? Um, I disagree because it's like looking back, especially with like topics of like yeah like especially for topics like that or even like racism in a broader term it's just like why why do you need white man's paperwork <laughs> like it's so weird to read about like, just like i'm like so why are we learning about racism reading huckleberry fit like i don't think you guys there's a disconnect because it's just like from what perspective like this is from like the white perspective like of course everyone thinks it's generally okay because the majority is gonna be caucasian especially in most like higher education boards like they don't see a problem with it but i feel like every student of color has definitely sat in a classroom at least once and just thought about "Mm, i don't really know if that was accurate or "Mm, i don't really think you should be saying the n-word even if it's in historical context it just leads yeah, to very uncomfortable, tense environments, I feel like, for people, like, students of color. And I feel like oftentimes, like, there's just that pressure to be quiet because of tradition, which is just peer pressure from dead people. So, I don't know. To me, that's weird. And I'm totally for, like, completely reforming um, the literature because it's just weird that I'm learning about racism from Huckleberry Finn and How to Kill a Mockingjay that perpetuates the white savior complex. All right, guys. 
So our next unpopular opinion, milk smack. Almond milk all the way. Yeah, Help your body. Almond milk. Almond Help milk. Your body. You've been lied to by the dairy lobby. That's so bad. You know how many times I have this argument with my brother who's like a milk fiend? It's so disgusting. It doesn't even smell good. Like, how are you going to ingest that? Like, digest that? It's so bad. And like, it's all a lie. The dairy lobby is like a whole lie that was set up to like, I don't want to sound like crazy theorist, but like, damn. Do your research. Yeah. The government is trying to kill us. And I know. <laughs> I know. But the government is trying to kill us. And I say this because I think it's interesting that they never tell you what you can eat or put in your body that can help your immune system. But they're always like, take this medication, take this, take that. Like, what natural things can you put in your body? to improve your immune system, make you feel better, make you more active. I never hear that. You know what I mean? The government is trying to keep you with its processed food. Stay educated. Stay woke and do your research. Thank you. Because um, how are we surviving wait. back then? Natural products. Natural everything. Okay, guys, wait. You guys kind of sound like anti-vaxxers. <laughs> We're going to have to step in for a second. Use your essential oil. <laughs> you guys kind of sound like anti-vaxxers. No, I mean, but it's like, do your research. like the dairy lobby it's the way that the government it's like yeah we sound like crazy Mm anti-vaxxers theorists but like if you even do your research like back to like world war one when there was like the dairy surplus and like the usda like began to market cow milk Mm -hmm. and they like targeted mothers and Mm -hmm. schools and they convinced you that it was healthy because it came from like the earth and the cow but like that's so bad it's like the calcium it's like when you go to the supermarket and it says one percent that doesn't make it any healthier Mm -hmm. and that's my thing is like secret not in public bro like don't if someone is if someone's bad if someone's good if someone does don't if you're in a public setting don't be like "Ah, you smell bad you look cool you're embarrassing them why are you trying to embarrass your your friend why are you trying to embarrass them like where do they do that at like pull them aside and be like oh this is not trying to help them don't do that in public Mm -hmm. yeah or be like oh my god your jeans don't fit like because now I'm going to end my life in the middle of this class. Like, don't do that. In front of, like, 30 people, like, yeah, your flies on zip. And now everybody, everybody's eyes right look at, down at you like, like what? <laughs> Why? Okay. Beaches are overrated. I kind of agree. That's me personally. I don't really understand, like, the whole, I'm going to have beach culture because I can't swim. So, like. I'm not Kim laughing. <laughs> so, guys, like, guys, I just like. 10 cents going towards Denisha's swimming career. Please. Swimming education. Please. Please. Memo me. Memo me. Cash at me. I'll personally teach her how to swim. Anyway. Like, no one in my family can swim. Like, so, like, I don't know. Like, the most intense anyone can swim is my dad, and he doggy paddles. So. That's Pierre. <laughs> Period, Pierre. Billionaires should not exist in our Period. exist ethically. We should not, yeah, we shouldn't have billionaires. Why are you making, how many figures is that? Is that 10 figures? How many figures is that? And we end, ended world hunger. If let's say 
the six richest people on the planet were like, let's build supermarkets in X country that has a high rate of, you know, food insecurity. Let's um, let's put this system in place. Let's drop this much rice with this much vegetables or this much whatever into these these countries, these places that don't have food. We could essentially end world hunger, or we could at least you know, get to the goal of ending world hunger. I just feel like you're a billionaire and you have all this money, you're not using it to help people. Poverty, you know, we can end poverty. We can put people, we can build establishments. We can build houses. We can put people in buildings. We could give them- clean water. Exactly. You know, there's no reason why during a pandemic, celebrities are on our screen singing Imagine by John Lennon in their five $5 billion houses, six bedrooms, three baths, two half baths. And there's people struggling to pay their rent. There's people literally going to be evicted because the governor says landlords can start evicting their, their tenants now. You know what I mean? And it's just like, that is not humane. And then these people get humanitarian awards. Like, how can you get be a humanitarian because you have money? Because you decide you're gonna donate 100K to a starving shelter in Africa, but you're gonna make that 100K back and then add a million to that the next week. Come on, guys. I don't understand. Yeah, and it's like donating money, but also like the same people that are working for you that made you that money are also like, like we've been saying, like they are living under the poverty line. They're at risk of eviction, but you're up in your mansion like that. The, the disconnect there is like insane how can you live in like your like like Celine said like your mansion and then have like your tenants and your workers just be like at risk of so of losing so like everything that they have which is nothing compared to you I'm gonna say like you know it's I F Jeff Bezos mwah, period I said what I said that's it that's I'm it but also, if you see my Amazon Prime package, I do want you to know it's still what I said because there's no such thing as ethical consumption under capitalism. And that's on what period? Because I'm what poor. So I don't know what you want me to do. Because if you want me to actually get stuff that's like not, it's just hard. Like, it's just, there's literally no such thing. Like, it's hard out here. And I'm real life under the poverty line. Like, what do you want me to do? If I see shoes on Amazon, they're $18 and I can get it on Tuesday, I'm going to press. Because honestly, even if I were to buy it at a more expensive vendor that claims to be like, oh yeah, we pay our workers. You're probably, it's Kim. You guys may not be able to see it, but Kim is showing her Amazon order on the screen right now, period. And um, it's just like, at the end of the day, those two products probably came from the same company with the same underpaid workers who literally are getting paid cents, like cents by the hour. Like, ugh, it's disgusting, but it's just- Why are you making that much money for one single human being? You don't even live that long. What are you gonna do with all that money? It's just so, ugh. like, it's literally just like, you literally don't need that much money. And even if you want to live a life of luxury, you still don't even need that much money. Like. Humans are so obsessed with like this idea of like legacy and like self-preservation. And I feel like that's half of why most people even have kids because no one can deal with the fact that when they die, that's it. And everyone has to leave a bit of themselves behind. And it's just like this whole, everyone's a slave to their own ego, which makes sense. But like, it really makes, and my thing is about billionaires is like, you're a billionaire and all your subordinates are barely like making it paycheck to paycheck so there's a disconnect because 
why are people who are working underneath you living like that no yeah i i completely agree with denisha because i like i was having this conversation actually with my friend and it was like how can like i personally can't wrap my head around like inflation and like the concepts of inflation so i can't wrap my head around the the fact that billionaires exist as well because like the whole thing with inflation is like if monkey a has 10 bananas <laughs> and like monkey b has zero bananas and this thing that they want to buy it it costs five dollars like five bananas like one of them can buy it and one of them can't but like why can't you just even it out and they're like well if everyone has 10 bananas then the bananas have no worth but like yeah money and all of that is like man-made like man-made values they're arbitrary values that man gave to it so just don't let it lose its value and then like with billionaires it's like the same thing it's like you have so much money and like you, like Denisha said, like probably everything that you wanted to buy to consider yourself wealthy, like wouldn't cost that much money to like be a billionaire. And like your subordinates are also barely living and they're probably like under the poverty line. And you can't like redistribute your wealth to your own people that like made you rich. Like that doesn't make sense. And it's all man-made. Like people are dying over pieces of money, like pieces of paper that like man gave arbitrary value to. Like like saying it out loud just makes it sound so stupid. And like people like, no, they're like, that's communism. Yeah, no, and and I've always been saying this, but with the amount of millionaires and billionaires and people who are making like seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven figures in this world, you know, why haven't we cured? Why haven't we stopped? Why have? If you see me buying off a Shein, it's. If you see me buying off a Shein, I really do want you to mind your business. Like I'm not going to lie, it's still communism till like, I die. But why do I have to pay thirty dollars for a cardigan if I can pay ten? Yes. Thanks. Silence. Silence. Notice how we all minded our business. Let's just keep it like that. Let's just keep it like that because honestly, American Eagle, Shein, what's the difference? I spent like $100 once freshman year at like American Eagle on like two things. And it doesn't compare at all to like the $30 that I wasted on Shein on like five things. Like it doesn't compare and their quality is better. I'm sorry, it just is. Like my Shein orders are... Kim, do you want to read out the next opinion? Exit out of your Amazon tab for 10 seconds. <laughs> Swallow the goldfish. I don't know why I put you in the spot like that. I'm sorry, I chose violence. Do you as bad music taste? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, mean, I have a pretty like eclectic taste in music. Like I don't listen to just one genre of music. Like I have a little country, I have a little R&B rap you know, whatever, jazz, whatever. I just feel like it's really subjective to how you feel because listen to a Carrie Underwood here and there, I listen to an Ed Sheeran. I mean, honestly, your music taste is just what you like. And it's not like, oh, you're not this and that. And I just feel like like in the black community, like if you don't listen to rap, people be like, oh, you're on some weird, you're on some weird ish, you're on some weird ish, but it's not weird. I like what I like. You're on some white kid shit, like. What? When was it ever associated with 
race what type of music you like like i just feel like that's kind of weird like if you're a black person and if i were if i were like oh my god i love country or like i love indie or like alternative that's when my black card is gonna get revoked right why why also i think it's so funny that it's become like that because country and like rock another genre were actually like pioneered black by black people right like by white people I mean, yes, country music did have a great um, decline in quality after 9-11 because it just became nationalism, nationalistic propaganda. Ah! But, um... <laughs> Can't wait to say that. That wasn't like, what is what... I'm sorry, I don't know why I did that. It just felt, it just felt right in the moment. Anyways. Um... Yeah, I, I don't think any, like, there's no such thing as bad music taste. Am I going to judge you based off your music taste? Yes, absolutely, I will. But that's your right. That's your First Amendment right to express yourself and to listen to what you want to. And I'm going to call you out. <laughs> Period. Yeah, and, like, like, taste in general is, like, subjective to, like, the person. So even if, like, earlier what we were talking about, like, your clothing doesn't match, I mean, it doesn't matter if other people tell you it doesn't match. As long as you like it, then it's it's yours and it's yours to deal with. It's not groundbreaking. It's really not gonna like ultimately change my opinion of you as, as a person. But like, right. oh, like wait, guys, do you think you could? Can you guys like totally separate the art from the artist? Because no, no, because like okay, my no. guy Daniel Caesar. He has some, he some good music. Then he came out and talked about some, oh, what did he say? I don't even know what he said, but I just know we canceled him. And now he just fell off. But like, I think he has some pretty good, I don't know. I don't know. Is that wrong? So, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying because will I ever listen to Chris Brown again and support him? No. Am I going to be like, listen to, I believe I can fly by Nyara Kelly? No. But, <sighs> you can't separate the music from the artist because the music is a part of them and it comes from somewhere like you know what i mean it also the songs you stream it adds money to like their pocket or to the record label or to whatever so even if you don't support the person you're still supporting them by listening to their music because every every song you stream everything you download it goes back to their pockets and you're making them their money also i just feel like there's like there is a difference like for me personally like there's a difference in like Oh, you listen to her? Yikes. Because, okay, right? Like, let's say a celebrity says something that's dumb. But it's like, okay, at the end of the day, you're stupid, but you're not You're not really hurting me. You're not really hurting any particular minority group. You're not really hurting anyone in your personal life. You're just dumb. Like, when, Doja, when that whole Doja Cat thing happened, that was very embarrassing for me. I was very embarrassed. But at the end of the day, she really isn't harming anyone. And do I choose ignorance in a way yes i do because that album slapped it so yeah i mean there's a difference between like like even that like stuff like jt the doja cat thing it was in poor taste so i can get that but where i draw the line is when your artist has actually done something like actually harmful like chris brown hates women and beats on women like there are yeah, you can have a daughter and still be a woman abused. No, no, I'm just saying, like, isn't that kind of crazy how he's gonna go, like, I'm saying, like, isn't kind of crazy how he abuses women, but then goes around and loves his daughter 
what kind of those that's things. not crazy but it's just it's just how it is yeah it's, it's also like it also like strikes up like the debate of also like ethical and unethical like Denisha was saying consumption like you're also like consuming this music but also like I don't like Celine said like I like think about like R. Kelly and it's like can you really support his music even if it was like the best music after like knowing what he did or what like that's it's just like really just like I don't know a question it doesn't really like reflect on our character but it's like ethical and unethical consumption like Denisha said like where do we line draw the line I feel like to, to me I think like I'm not gonna like stop being friends with someone over it but like let's say for example you watch the full R. Kelly documentary expose and you still look me in my face and play R. Kelly I'm really gonna kind of just be a bit mm, that's kind of weird like it's different when the artist has done something actually like illegal like like an actual harmful act like r kelly was preying on young girls like that is different r kelly preying on young girls is not in the same league as doja cat being a little bit embarrassing in her youth like it's just two different leagues and that's where i do the cutoff where i can't separate the artist from the art because you're literally like a bad person. Like to me personally, you're a bad person and I don't want to listen to you because that's weird. But I don't know, that's just me though. I don't know. And also, I just feel like people like, oh, you you can't, like you can, it's kind of like, you can't separate them from the artist. It's kind of like, well, every other song, every rapper is talking about, you know, violence against black women or I like light skin, not dark skins. And you know, that translates into their like personal lives, into their real lives. So it's kind of like, are you supporting a colorist? Are you supporting somebody who's X, Y, and Z? That's where, it's, for me, it's like, I can't separate the music from the artist, especially if this just goes up in your personal life. You know, why am I gonna support somebody who's colorist and who's like for violence against black women or violence against women in general? Yeah. But then there's like the opera thing of, just because you listen to an artist does that mean you co-sign it see it's a complicated discussion because it's like it's still just because you listen to an artist does that mean you co-sign every single opinion that they've had i mean honestly no because colorism there's no there's no non-harmful way to express colorism because colorism starts with the degradation of black women next unpopular opinion is online school is good preferred online school for a while um for like um i know for me personally like i definitely appreciate the whole space thing like the like that's elite or like if i don't feel like going to school i just don't simply that's just it like i just don't press that zoom link for the day but i've personally hit that point where i have 23 missing assignments on google classroom and it's not even because like it's just it's really like a psychological thing like honestly quarantine's really tough like just being in school it's very hard to stay motivated when you have a bunch of kids in households that some of them don't even really want to be in receiving like little to no stimulation i don't remember the last time i've left my house to do anything like recreational um it's just hard to be motivated or to care about like my in-class essay prompts when I slept at like 8 a.m. the last 
last night. Like, it's just really hard to stay motivated. I'm just pooped and I can't believe there's like still technically six more months of this or five, I don't even know. But that's just me. If you're 18 and you're drinking and you're making like responsible choices, like you're not getting behind a wheel or you're not doing anything reckless that can endanger your life and somebody else's, I feel like having a drink here or there when you're 18 is like not bad. I just feel like that's not, it's just not gonna have good, cause then you're gonna have 16 year olds who drink and then like 16 is the age where kids are like, my license, my license. And it's just like, oh my God, I'm so excited to drive. And then you have like, I don't know, kids are stupid. Like kids are really dumb. Like, adult, like 20 year olds are really stupid. So I just don't trust 16 year olds. And also it makes me nervous. The idea of like, I still look like I'm 12. Like I can't even imagine 16 year old me going, Give me whiskey. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like they should probably make the law, or if anything, like not 16, but like maybe like 19 or 20, like when mm. you're in college. You know what I mean? Because if there's a law saying people, if because if there's a law saying you can't drink alcohol at but like you're 21 and you're in college, you're gonna do it and you're gonna do it in large amounts because you're kind of like I'm doing. You know what I mean? But I feel like at the legal age, a lot of people kind of know that. And maybe they'll get like messed up like here and there, but I feel like once you're 21 and you can legally drink, you're not like looking for that thrill so often. Like I'm gonna go here and drink like three shots and then I'm gonna do two glasses of wine and then get in the car. Like, you know what I mean? You're kind of like, okay, I can do it legally so I can take my time. Yeah, like I'm gonna, yeah, you know, it does, you know, cause when things are illegal, it kind of leads to people doing things like dangerously. But I think it, you know, at the end of the day, it probably is safer for a bunch of 16 year olds to get junk in woods rather than like, Get, get drunk in like an establishment. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think that's a good idea at all. No, I and Den what Denisha said is like really true. Like the and I hadn't thought about it, but like the idea of like a sixteen-year-old getting their permit to drive and then like also like being able to drink at the same time, like driving that car that they just are now able to drive to, to go get drunk and then getting back in it when they're drunk and crashing like that's <laughs> kids are stupid. But then also like the conversation of like age and what you can do at what age, like Celine's argument is completely valid where like at 16 you're not completely developed to be able to drink and like fry your brain with alcohol but like it's also like brings up like the argument especially here in the states where it's like at 18 you can join the army and you can you can yeah. vote you can do this but like women you like don't have abortions because you can't raise a baby or like at 16 you can drive but like you can't raise a child on your own like like these are crazy like things where it's like why does my development matter at this age and it doesn't at this age like what's it? there's like the disconnect there yeah it's that's definitely yeah yeah that's an interesting discussion like especially the military i think that's a great point because i'm really allowed to like go sell off my life to the marines but i can't get like vodka okay weird but whatever um Alright, so our next unpopular opinion is Among Us isn't fun. I like it. I like it. I think it's kind of fun. I, mean, I it's kind of like I think you know like some things when some things get like a bit too overhyped, it kind of just loses its kind of uh, its oof kind of it's charm, you know, it's that indie charm everyone loves. I think that just happens to every I think that happens to everything, but it I that's cool. I thought it as 
someone who's not like an avid like video game player i liked it um but also like shame on you people who shamed me for not being able to play it the way that you guys wanted me to play it like shame on you for that so um but i i thought it was fine i think it was like overhyped um yeah I think it all depends on your lobby. Like, I've really been in lobbies that I'm like, yeah! Like, I remember there was one time I was in an Among Us lobby and I ended up on a Zoom call with, like, the kids who made it. And they were like, I don't know. It, it depends on your lobby, because if you have cool people, that's what makes the game. I don't really play it much these days because it's a bunch of, like, 13-year-olds that I always get stuck with who aren't funny, who think they're funny. So, I don't know. It's kind of like worn off its charm, but you know, it's whatever. I just never played. Like, I don't know. I just, I thought, I thought like the getting the server and downloading the app, like that was just too much work for me. And I was just, just getting the app. Download the app. Yeah. App I was really just getting the app to download the server. <laughs> I, just didn't <laughs> yeah. so I really don't know where you're trying to go with that. Somebody was explaining it to me and they were like, you gotta do step one to step five to step 10. And I was just like, nah, I'm good. They like, to get the app. The way they were explaining it, it was like download a server to get the app and then do the same with your email and get on a Zoom call. And I was just like, nah, I'm good. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Okay, anyway, anyways, anyways. Oh, wait, guys, hold on. Olive Garden is actually really good. Stop I don't go to Olive Garden these days, but when I was younger, I used to really like it. <laughs> Stop it. Not That's why I'm in my lifetime, I think. I mean, like, Olive Garden's, like, bougie, but it's like any other, like, restaurant because they all they do is, like, warm up the food. Like, they don't make it from scratch and stuff like that, so... <laughs> Our next unpopular opinion is that <laughs> showering every day is essential. I know who left No, that. it's not. Yes, it is. Showering every day is not essential. Okay, so I'm okay. So, I, think, uh, I think you should shower two times. I, I shower, yes, like, I shower you, every day. I shower, okay, listen, I shower every day, right? But, you know, there's people who are out there who just don't, who just don't stink. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just don't stink. And I feel like if you don't stink, you shouldn't shower. But me, like, I feel like. I don't know, sometimes it gets like, so I, I shower. I think like, if you only shower in the morning time, I think that's really not the best because you, okay, think about it. When we are going back to school, I know people shower in the morning, like shower whatever you want, okay? But if you think about it, you're showering in the morning and you're wearing your, your clothes for school. You go to school, you go on the bus, you do this, that, and third, you probably do sports too. And you come home and you just have all that dirt and sweat on you from the whole day. Why does that make sense to people? And then they hop in their bed and shower in the morning. I just, that doesn't make sense to me. I think that's not, I don't think that's a good idea. I think it depends on like your activities for the day. Like if you're home, like especially now during quarantine, season four of quarantine, like if you can't shower or you know, like, shout out to, shout out to my girls with mental illness. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for y'all but anyways um yeah like i don't know if you can't shower at least just like you know get the key zones like if you can't shower for like whatever reasons i don't know it's 
get the armpits, get the underneath the belt. But spray um, does not work all the time. You should not only be using the feet. Yeah, it just kind of it makes it smell worse if you spray it. Like you already spray. People who like don't, who are unfortunate and don't have like places to shower. So I mean, do what you can. Yeah. Yeah. Do what you can. Like, just honestly, at the end of the day, just as long as you're taking care of your hygiene, mm-hmm. like as long as you're being healthy, because that's why I'm saying, like, if you can't shower, especially for girls, I think it's very important that you keep up with your vaginal care, like, mm-hmm. period, because that can lead to like various, you know, like, yeast infections, da 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 da. So just like, take care of what you need to take care of. But at the end of the day, you know what? Live your life. And I also but, like, if you're musty, for the love of God, please don't spray. Like. <laughs> I think that also goes back to like one of the first things you talked about like if you like stink I mean if someone like looks bad or like stinks you should tell them but don't tell them like publicly like I think you should just take them aside and tell them because no one wants to live like no one wants to go through that yeah but like polite like in a nice way like you know what I'm saying? Don't be, you have to be careful when you tell people things like that because that gives people like insecurities for the rest of their lives. Like you really have to be careful. Um, there's an opinion here that, Kim, you said none of these chose violence. I mean, this one isn't violence because it's going to be duh for us, but like, I don't know. I want to bring this one up. So women are allowed to have sex with however many people they like. I agree. Completely, 100%. Yeah, it's just a social construct because why is it that men have a body count of 50 and we're congratulating him, but women have a body count over like three and you want to call her various names? Like, I just don't understand that. Or even just the concept of like body count. Like, why are we... Why are you keeping like, count of how many people? I'm it's just like, like it's... Ugh. You know, makes me nervous, makes me sweat. I don't like that. But I think it's, I um, think it's definitely like a, a younger age thing because when you're like, if you're like, like mid twenties, thirties, and you go on a date with someone, I don't think they're gonna be asking you, oh, what's your body count? Like, why does that matter to us now when we're younger? Oh yeah, definitely. As you, especially, I've noticed as I'm getting noticed like now as I'm getting older, especially just comparing like freshman year to um, senior year. Um, first of all most mostly if not everyone i know personally has had sex at this point so it's not that much of a big deal to bring it up and discuss like oh my god you had sex Ah!" like it's just like yeah like it's just a regular part of life so i've definitely realized that like people are less concerned with each other's like business in that regard like if you go to a senior class and you're like, oh my God, she slept with Johnny from the football team, like no one's really gonna care. Like that's really hurt. Like at the end of the day, that's their business. So I don't know. That's the refreshing thing of aging. Like it's exactly as Ebony said, the older you get, the less people really care about stuff like that. And it just becomes more of like, okay, were you being safe? Like, are you clean? That's what that's what I care about. Yeah, and I think it doesn't really matter to people um unless it like directly like interferes with a relationship or like but even then people are like like mind your own business like you do you um and like i think 
we're coming to a point where like people are more willing to accept the fact that um people should make their own decisions based on what's best for them and it's a good place to be um and it took a long time to be here but i mean hopefully i think that that really does come with aging and if if someone walks into a room and goes i slept with this person like and it's like the it's 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 gonna be like the immature boys who are like ooing and eyeing and like saying things but like who really cares about their opinions their opinions don't matter in terms of like body count i just feel like a lot of people feel like the higher body count is like the more experience you have but we all do it like we're all products of two individuals that you know are, we're got into a sexual relationship or it's like it's nobody's business what you do with your body if you want to have sex with one person one day and another person another day like it is what it is i just feel like when it comes to women or just girls in general like, it's kind of like this image of being like pure and saving yourself for the right person or saving yourself for after marriage or you know women don't have any right to be like you know sexual beings or enjoy their bodies because it doesn't belong to them it belongs to like the men in their lives but i just feel like as long as you're being safe about what you're doing like in your sexual life and you're happy then that's all that matters but like just take care of yourself honestly and i feel like you don't you don't owe it to anybody to tell who you've been with it's like it's all up to you and don't like anybody like shame you for enjoying it because Billy or the white man in power tell you, you know, you can't do it because you're a woman. You can't. And it's fine. And don't feel disgraced or like dishonored by it. You know what I mean? No, yeah, period. At the end of the day, it's all about choice. And that's it. And also, that's your liberty as a woman. Like, you know, period. Love that. Beautiful take. Great, great takes. Um, Pineapple on pizza is good. Sometimes do be smacking. I don't I know like if that's the little called. orange chicken, if that's what it is. I like the um. I like the nachos too. I like the nachos. I do like the nachos. Fake. I know that cheese is fake, but that cheese. <laughs> no, it's when that cheese that gets a little bit cold and hard on it's the top. Thick. Yeah. Also, can we tell you, um, I think it's kind of annoying how people shame other people for getting school lunches. Like, it's free. That's literally classic. Stuff that they already bring to school, I, that they already make at school. Like, why are you bringing the salad from home when you can get a salad in the line? Like, I just don't. Like, oh, the salad be slapping sometimes. I cannot lie. Dressings? Wow. <laughs> when, like, I get the salads with the cheese, like, and I. Yo, these have um, eggs in there, too. Yeah, no, I like it. I like Thanks. it. Yeah, no, school lunch is not bad, honestly. It's really not that bad. I've, honestly, it's kind of like Michelle Obama. Like, you kind of, like, took out all, like, the, the fatty food from schools. But what you replaced it with is honestly not that bad. Like, the whole wheat really do be hitting. Like, I can't go back to white bread no more. Yeah, my only problem with school lunch is, like, the whole... I don't know why every single, like, I don't know why every single cafeteria on this planet, like, runs out of lunch. Like, I don't get it. Uh, whatever. Cereal, and then they ran out of cereal, so there was just no lunch. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like really sickening. I don't know why that's oh, okay. I like some of the stuff they have there, you know, that the food trucks and stuff. Why are you eating that at seven o'clock in the morning? Why are you eating a please, please, please glazed donut? <laughs> 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 I've been 
I need to like go get like two dollar brownies from the back. I'm talking about <laughs> yes, I did. I used to eat that in school. Yes. Do I have some regrets? Just a little bit. Cause I mean, I don't know. School lunch at the end of the day will always be uh, cause it's like you really got us eating like hamburgers and milk at eleven o'clock in the morning. Like. And you expect my stomach to be okay? Oh my god, the way my stomach used to be doing backflips, karate, I can't. So it says, Oh my god. Zidane, the greatest childhood actresses turned celebrity of this generation. I do not agree, because Ariana Grande is not that much of an actress. She's more of an entertainer, performer, singer, songwriter. Well, she started off as an um, actress. But right? that doesn't mean she's the greatest child no. in our generation. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Was it she on Broadway? Yeah, she's Broadway trained. Oh, she has a really nice voice. Um, I think they're the most successful, like, to start off with the whole childhood. Like, I think the opinion's more so saying, like, they're the most successful, like, child actresses, like, yeah, commercial. Yeah, them be going off the rails, which, honestly, you can't blame them. You should blame the industry because it's like they were being thrown into circumstances with like type of like pedophile like um, oh yeah no for sure stuff, for sure which kind of and then they're burnt out at like what 16 burnt out at like 12 or something like look at the Olsen twins burnt out look at Lindsay Lohan burnt out because of what the industry that they had to go through um so honestly I really I kind of do feel bad for them no me too yeah also, I just feel like like parents who push their kids. I feel like a part of it, like is like low key on the parent because like you're kind of in, you're kind of pushing your kids to kind of like be in the spotlight from such a young age, not knowing like the detrimental effects it's gonna have on their mental health or just their like state of being as they get older. Especially since like the industry is so demanding and it's ruthless, and if you can't cut it, and at any like twisted turn, people are gonna try and take advantage of you. So. I think parents really need to really think about what they're putting their child in, like at such a young age, at like five, six, seven. Sometimes I think it's parents also trying to live vicariously through their children too, because it's like, oh, I couldn't do this. Like I want to do this as a kid. So let me have my child do it. Let me like, and then let me just take all of their earnings, which is, that's also theirs. It's like the the conversation that gets brought up a lot with like not just like child like actors and actresses but like the youtube families that like surround their whole youtube channel around around their kids like these kids are like no but actually though because like the ace family they have like their little kids and it's like since these kids were born they're already in the spotlight and that's crazy because the kids don't have like any any choice at all they're babies like you're ready to check off your child that's why you need to put those like guidelines in place to protect kids because it's just it's like i don't think any i remember um y'all remember jeanette mccurdy Mm -hmm. sam from icarly yeah she has a youtube channel and she talks a lot being thank you Ebony. i love you she talks a lot about how like being famous at a young age like really messed her up and it was, she just said like she doesn't think any young person should be famous and i kind of agree with that like i mean young people should be allowed to like act and stuff and obviously eh, but like 
the concept of fame tears apart grown adults like shreds people apart like look at what fame did to young pop stars like britney spears like you know like people look at britney spears and like i can't think of any other artists who had a breakdown right now but i'm sure there are plenty and they're like oh my yeah yeah Lindsay Lohan. and they're like oh my god how could like look at her she's a meth head and it's like it's also oh no go ahead i think it's also the fact that people only see stuff on the outside as well they're like oh you make tons of money oh you have lots of fame oh like everyone like loves you you should be happy you shouldn't be you shouldn't be going through these breakdowns like we don't see what's going on behind the closed doors we don't see what their managers are putting them through so i think that's like one thing people unless you're running hold on skinny people shouldn't have an opinion on what fat people go through what does that mean? Like, what, like, they're... Not just skinny people, I just think people, like, in general. My thing is kind of, like, uh... I don't know if y'all seen this channel on TikTok, and I'm not trying to, eh, because I know the girls do that, like, you know, the heart's in the right place, but that whole yeah. kind of, like, you have... I have rose, too! Yeah, and they're literally, like, contorting themselves. Like but look like this like I feel like if you're naturally skinny like don't force yourself to look like that because now you're just invalidating everyone else who actually like obviously yeah. everyone everyone has insecurities but when you're saying things that you clearly don't have I think that's just it's just kind of annoying and it comes yeah. off as like pseudo deep like okay or just like oh my goodness like like I'm not trying to okay right because you know I know there are going to be some skinnies who watch our, I know there are going to be some natural born skinnies who watch this, but I don't want them to take this the wrong way, but it's like, um, when skinny people are like, oh my God, yeah. And when people tell me to like, go eat a burger and I don't agree with that. I don't agree on commenting whatever anybody eats ever based on their appearance. Cause that's what leads to like eating disorders and unhealthy relationships with food. But it's just like, oh my god, yeah, one time a kid told me to go eat a burger in the sixth grade, and then you have a girl who, like, is fat and can't buy jeans ever that are in her size, or a girl who is fat and was bullied throughout all of her school career. Like, being skinny, like, yeah, because they were, like, that whole, like, thick phenomenon, whatever, like, that was, like, the mid-2000s, that was a bit weird, when everyone wanted to have, like, be thick, and even now, like, Kardashian. It's so weird how women's bodies go in and out of trends, but that's an entirely different topic for a different type of day. But um, at the end of the day, skinny is what's going to be accepted by society. Like people are gonna talk shit, but it's like being skinny is always gonna be what's easier right now because no of one's this- gonna bat an eye at you. No one's gonna yeah, no one's gonna bat an eye, and like the system right now is made to benefit skinny people. Like if you're skinny. You that one size will fit you. Yeah, like the one size will fit you. You can shop at Brandy. Like, you know, like the world is your oyster if you're skinny. And it's just like, you're, there are just some things that you're never going to be able to relate to that a person a bigger size is going to be able to relate to. And that's okay, but it doesn't mean you have to sit here and act like, well, I go through this too. And it's like, well, no one said that you don't go through stuff, but it's kind of like... It's like kind of like to a much, much, much lesser extent. Like it just gives me the same energy as like sometimes when like white kids try to like empathize with like 
their peers of color and it's like listen let's just relax get it and it's okay and let's relax because someone's saying that you like starbucks i got shot last night that's not let's not compare courtney let's not compare i just i got shot at last night it's okay to not fuck with your family like it's okay oh period absolutely like i know people like oh like blood and blood and you all have to stick with them through everything but i just feel like at a certain point if them being around you is toxic or it's just creating this environment of insecurity and this creating this like this environment where like you don't feel comfortable i think it's fine to kick your family out or a lot of people like, look and cutting off abusive parents or something or emotionally manipulative parents because i feel like it's <laughs> To have, uh, like, to have abusive family is really, like, the most unfair thing I feel like legitimately can be done to a child because then that child's put in, like, a very conflicted place of, like, let's say, for example, you didn't grow up with the best father figure. You're going to resent your father figure, rightfully so, and hold them accountable for their actions. But then there's also that part of you that wanted to be just like every other kid and have a father figure and it's just like you're putting that kid through a lot at that age but also i don't i just really hate the concept of well that's your family you have to get along with them because just because you're family with someone doesn't mean that they're good for you like i have family that kind of like makes me want to die no exaggeration so if you can't be around that i think you should be able to separate yourself but in terms of the whole child parent thing i feel like that depends um if your child's underage no matter the circumstance i completely disagree with kicking your child out i know like you know kids can be unbearable especially like eh. but if your kid's like 15 and he, they're not listening like i don't think the streets is where they need to go but i do understand that sometimes like parents are put in a really rough position when they're ch- like children aren't like just aren't listening uh especially just in terms of like oh why are you doing this you know da, 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 da. after a certain point parents get fed but it's like having kids is selfish okay. <laughs> i to an extent yeah i do agree with that but i don't know it all depends because like if you're kicking your child out because they're gay electric chair if you're kicking your child out because like i don't know they keep stealing from you for no reason then that's valid like it really is all circumstantial to me personally the whole child getting kicked out thing but if you can avoid it i wouldn't kick your child out on that, I just want to say that this is like totally off topic and whatever, but I think that black billionaires are the biggest scammers in the black <laughs> Good night. Anyways, on that note, you guys, um, quick shout out to my Irish gal from Charlestown. It's to me, Olive Garden Queen. That was you. You also said black coffee superior and I highly disagree, but I love you anyway. Thank you all for listening. I hope everybody's New Year's going well. Our next- hey guys, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Um, you know, it's been a long time coming. We'll try not to take as long coming back to you guys again. Okay, bye. Follow us on Instagram on I am Radio Rebels. Like, comment on our next picture. DM us if you have any questions. If you didn't like our podcast. Oh, I just want to end this podcast off by saying that everybody is entitled to their own opinion. You are not entitled to your own facts. Thank you.